1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 77 Club. The Wolves podcast for the Gold and Black Army. Hello and welcome to episode 163 of the 77 Club. Harry, shower me with the socials. <laughs> the Wolves 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram. At 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Please tell a friend. And Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. And just for people who uh, were listening to last week's episode on the podcast, I tried to mix up how I would introduce Harry with the socials, but because he's got such fat fingers, he managed to not <laughs> press the record button in time. So uh, just to mix it up a bit there. Uh, right, okay. Uh, turn our attention to Premier League football. Welcome back. Um, bit of a weird weekend, has to be said. Um, Bayliss and I ended up in the um, hospitality section, which is like the poshest hospitality section I think I've ever been with. Harry, you loved it. It was an open bar. Oh but we God. thought, okay, we'll leave We'll leave the away pub, um, which must have been about half past one on Saturday. We thought, okay, we're going to have an hour in the hospitality bit and see what's going on. So like, we're going around the stadium and we know where we're going. And then we're like wandering into this place, obviously half cut because it's away day. And... I was like, Bayless, we got the tickets. And then Bayless turned to his left. And then Jeff Shee was standing there. <laughs> it was just a little tape. But the way that we played, it was like, all right, Jeff. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, can I have a picture? 
And so uh, got a picture with Jeff, thought, let's not grill him and get kicked out before uh, anything starts. So um, unfortunately, we couldn't ask him any questions or ask him about the terrible transfer window that he was part of. But um, he was there with the wife and kids. So, you know, taking the family for a family day out in Watford uh, to watch the world. Sam, it's funny because you sent me the picture on WhatsApp and I put it on Twitter and I captioned it as, just had a really long chat with Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) You literally saw him had a picture of him. He he just doesn't say anything. Like He doesn't say much at the best of times, does he? And I think yeah. as soon as he realised that we were a bit pissed and then we were all starting, oh, he was like, oh my God, where's this going to go from here? But <laughs> fortunately, we we're all all right. So um, yeah, no, it was great in the Watford hospitality, got to say. Um, I did feel a little bit poor at one point because um, you get a wristband when you go in, which means obviously everything is free. Otherwise, you haven't got a rest- wristband to pay for your drinks. And the guy at the bar didn't see my wristband. So I paid for some yeah. drinks. I came back and said, I'll bail this. I had to pay for drinks. And he's like, right. And we went up to the bar and I was like, excuse me, I've paid for some drinks. I don't think I should have paid for. And then they took them off. So it was all fine. So that was my, uh, yeah, that was my my slightly more poor moment. um, I bet Bayless loved that, didn't he? Just one, to, one, yeah, he loves one thing we know about Bayless is he, he just loves complaining. I bet he, yeah, he loved absolutely it. Absolutely loves it. I think it's his favourite yeah. pastime. Um, but Jack, we we were all enjoying a beer in the um, in the away pub. But your experience probably getting to the ground and then in the away end was was going to be a little bit different to ours. So I'll pass on to you for what it was like from the Wolves fan side of things. Oh no, it was all good. A good day was had by all all round in the end. Really standard away day. I like the fact that rather than messing about with the bloody digital tickets, we actually got a paper ticket this time. So it was just easy, no messing about. Mm. You got your ticket, you walk through the scanner, you put it in, sorted, you're in. There's no messing about. There's no where's your COVID pass, where's your app, and all this sort of stuff. So. So no, it was good. Good, you know, good old fashioned away end, you know, old fashioned ground, and made all the better by the eventual result. But yeah, good laugh. Harry, from your point of view, obviously you weren't wine and dining like the rest of us. Bloody plastics and yeah, well, my dad was down, and luckily for you two, I've got a big dodgy stick that sticks into my TV, (laughs) and I watched it on a very legal stream, which did freeze a few times because I honestly think because Man United were playing at the same time, I think Ronaldo like broke the streaming business. I know his goals was down, and but mine, thankfully, mine worked. You sure? uh, You sure it's not your AOL broadband? (laughs) (laughs) The hamster in the wheel that's looking a bit tired, powering internet. But yeah, Um, really good stream. I was happy to watch. In terms of the game itself, I mean, you know, it, I think it was large ball again, wasn't it, Harry? Um, I don't, uh, Watford didn't really seem up to much, to be honest. I mean, a lot of people around us were obviously saying, oh, how long have you supported Watford for? And then I'm trying to, like, think of Watford <laughs> things to say. And I'm like, can't believe Troy's gone. And I, I, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, I think I was looking at that game, looking at Josh King up front for Watford. I was like, Troy Deeney gets into that side. But that played into Wolves' hands, didn't Harry? Yeah, well... If you look at Wolves' team, I thought Bolly would come back in, but it didn't. He kept it the same. And the first 15 minutes, I was like, how many is this going to be? We just absolutely yeah. dominated them, didn't we? Passing it around. The only thing we wasn't doing, which has been the same old story, is we weren't putting the ball in the net. But they obviously come back into it, didn't they? That, that saw down the yeah. right and Sissoko in the middle caused so many problems. Well, in that little spell they did where he had that shot and the one when he crossed it and King missed it. But apart from that, throughout the whole game, I thought we completely bossed it. To be honest, uh, Jack, it doesn't matter how they get go in, just they do. And like Harry said, you know, when you're goalless in the league, it's a very welcome own goal and absolutely class header from their centre back. It just went in the wrong direction if you're a Watford fan. <laughs> well, we were just watching the game, and obviously, we, yeah, we definitely had the, the better of it, apart from one or two Watford chances. We really limited them to to nothing, but we we're having a laugh and a joke with all the people around us, saying like, "But we're still not going to score." 
you know, got to like 70 minutes and we're saying like, you know, we're yeah. not going to score. It's going to be the same again. Yeah. Same as the last last um, you know, three games. We're going to do everything we can. And we just can't put the ball in the net. And then we put the ball in the net, but it wasn't one of our players. But then suddenly the floodgates open and we get another one. So it's actually quite, it, it was good really, because I think you could tell sort of midway through the second half that Watford were at a point there. You could tell they were just, mm-hmm. they, they would be quite happy with nil-nil. They're going to try and contain us now. And it's up for us to then try and break them down. And we kept kept on trying. We probably didn't play as well as we probably have done in some of the previous games, really, on the whole, I don't think, to be honest. But at the same time, eventually, we got that little bit of luck that we hadn't had in the previous three games. And that's what got us the three points. But I think if you're looking on the balance of play, you're looking on the possession, you're looking on the shots and everything, we, we deserve those three points. And it would have been a bit, bit of a two points dropped if we hadn't got them in the end. I know they had a couple of chances, but apart from that, very, very little did they create, really, apart from one good ball across the, the, the face of goal, really. And that's it. So I didn't see too much from Watford to make me think they wouldn't be in, in a relegation battle. But at the same time, I'm happy that we've gone there and turned turned them over because, you know, historically, we have struggled against teams down the bottom when they shut up shop. But it looks like it doesn't matter whether we play Man United or whether we play Watford, we're still going to create chances in this team, which is mm. promising. Talking about cent- the, the midfield, middle of the park, and and, and attacking players. Um, one player that seems to be growing um, game by game. See if you can guess who this is, Harry. Three point three dribbles um, so far across uh, all four games that he's played, averaging two and a half shots, one point three key passes, and uh, one point eight tackles per match. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is it Neves? It isn't Neves. Trincao, Traore? It is Trincao, yeah. So he came in for a lot of praise. Obviously, I thought Neves had a brilliant game as well. Neves Mm. Moutinho. It's like the Gerard and Lampard of days gone by, isn't it? Can we get them (laughs) to play together? Large seems to be doing it. But a shout-out to Trincao. Yeah, he was brilliant first half. He he was... Put that one through for Samedo, who he should have scored, shouldn't he? He had his, his similar which, one, which one? As well. <laughs> yeah. I think this looking at it, I think the second one was easier, the one that in front of you, like at the away end, the one he put wide. But at least he's getting in the positions. I'm just glad Bayless and on the podcast because imagine how mad he'd be going right now if we talk about this. But Trincao, yeah, he was brilliant. He was our best player first half for me. And I know we come off early in the second half, but he could have scored that header as well. Remember that header he had mm-hmm. early on in the second half? But brilliant. He's, he's been good, Trinkow. I said when he first signed, he looks lightweight, but yeah, he's same. skillful. He's, he commits players and he takes everyone on. He's got an eye for a pass, as we saw. And let's hope he keeps it up because the competition for places we've got, I'm sure we'll speak about Huang and uh, Pedence coming on. There's mm. so many options in that, in that wing forward area. It's, it's actually crazy at this point. You mentioned him there. I mean, Huang got a goal in front of you lot, didn't he, Jack? Um, it, it again doesn't really matter how it goes in. He Screamer. did make sure though. <laughs> Fetch that out. <laughs> and another. I think it was actually it's either Andros Townsend sends a goal last night or that for goal yeah. of the month. Uh, I don't know which which one is better. But uh yeah, I mean it's nice for him to get on the score sheet. He didn't do particularly much on the on the pitch, I don't think, other than put that ball in the net. But you know, that's something we've been mm-hmm. missing really. So yeah, well, yeah. hopefully it's a it's a good start for him. And I'm guessing all the people in Korea were bloody loving it, weren't they? I bet they're going mad. A debut goal uh, coming from him. So yeah, I hope it's hope it's a boost really. I was quite shocked to actually come in think for him to come on at all really because mm. you think he's probably not really trying that much, uh particularly with his teammates, but we're given the uh the international break and everything. He's probably only had a couple of training sessions, but Shows they brought him in probably not just to sit on the bench, but to actually you know be part of the uh, be part of the uh, the, the uh, match day. So 
Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Because we're, we're so used to Yuna, Nuno like keeping players on the bench for six games, regardless of whether they're ready to go or not, before he even gives them the sniff of the action. But, you know, Huang got on. And um, just to segue nicely into uh, how happy people in South Korea are, Harry, you spoke to a woman from Wolverhampton that's moved to, I think, South Korea, and her boyfriend is a Tottenham fan based on Sun. And just tell us yeah. about that conversation that you had. Well, so after Huang scored, obviously it went a bit mental, didn't it, on YouTube and the Wolves social media in terms of numbers. So I found myself on a YouTube rabbit hole, found this couple, and I, I think he's actually a Wolves fan now, by the way, Young, which uh, we'll hear in a minute. She's from, uh, I think she's from Wolverhampton originally, or the Midlands, and she moved to Korea. She's fluent in South Korean, by the way, which I was really impressed with. Is she he's helping really... you with your uh, YouTube subtitles, <laughs> Harry? Because I noticed a load of Korean over yours. Yeah. Do you might be able to sort my tags out for me and get the translations <laughs> right. And yeah, and they're a couple, and well, you'll hear the chat. If you want to watch it, it'll be on my YouTube channel soon. Um, and yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, this will be the audio now. Were you guys excited to hear the news that he signed for Wolves? And how was the reaction in Korea when he did join us? Yeah, we were. We talked about the news for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't expect. Uh, he would be brought out Mm-mm-mm-mm. in the team in the in his first game. We had heard that. I think it was Nuno that said that. I don't know. We heard this that Nuno was the one that said no. Yeah, last season. So it was kind of expectable, expected that when Nuno left, we we had heard that Wolves really wanted him. So I think that was an expected signing um, because of the news. Um, And we knew that obviously he had not the best um, season or he didn't have any position, right, at RB Leipzig. Ah, right. Um, And so it kind of everything fell into place, I think. So it was... We were really happy and excited, but I think we kind of expected it, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Korean response, I think it's more so um, Korea really hopes that he will be more of a helpful, um, a ho- that they have more of a hopeful feeling that Huang would play better. Yeah, play better at Wolves oh. than at Leipzig. Right. Um, rather than like, oh my gosh, surprised or excited. Good. They're they just they just want Huang to do well because he's not had the opportunities at Leipzig. Yeah. So, but I think that comes with excitement as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Number six. We saw your video of the reaction to Huang scoring against Watford. What was the feeling in Korea after? We guess it was huge news because the views and comments from Korean people on Wolf social media exploded. Yeah, yes. right. It was an explosion. Yeah. Because it was so dramatic. Dramatic, yeah. Dramatic. Mm. Wolves had three losses in a row. And it was the first... Goal by a uh, player. Yeah, so three losses and we had no goals. Mm, right. And then finally, 
<laughs> Huang Yitang came in and saved the day. Yeah, and I think many people in Korea searched walls after the World Fourth Game. They searched. Yeah. They searched walls. Oh, I think. Yeah. Uh -uh. So I think wolves as a team mm. just kind of exploded over social media and people started to take notice in Korea of wolves. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So that was like the reaction, which is very happy for me as someone from Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number six. If Huang breaks into the wolves team as a starter and starts scoring regularly, will he become as popular as Son at Tottenham in Korea? Definitely. Mm-hmm. He's already famous in Korea because he's a Korean national team player. Mm -hmm. But if he scores like Son, he's gonna be popular too. And Wolves can also become popular in Korea mm. amongst Korean fans too. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree? think. Yeah, I do agree because, I mean, I've been watching Hwang Hee Tan since I came to Korea because. Um, football in Korea is very, it's quite big, like really big right now. Mm. And I remember the Asia Games. When was that? 2018? 2018? Yeah. Right? What Asian Games? Do you remember the Asian oh, Games? Oh, oh, oh. And yes, they won? Yes, yes. They won the... Gold they won, medal. Yeah, they won the gold medal. Oh. So the Asia Games is kind of like the Euros, I guess. Mm. In Asia for Korea and Huang Yitan was part of that team right so already Huang has a really big following because he brought that victory to Korea hmm. so now a lot of people their eyes are on Huang just as they were on Son and so it does I think he does have the potential um, to make Wolves go all the way, but it, I think it's also Wolves' job to raise the profile of the club as well. Um, so how would we rate it in terms of a man of the match, do you reckon, Jack? Who's the one that stood out the most? Uh, there were two that I thought of just before coming on. And the one was Trinkau, who we already mentioned, and the other one, not just for probably yesterday, but you know, for, for, for the weekend, but in general, Marcel. I think Marcel has yeah, been... Really, really good. Not just against Watford, but the whole season. And he had a you know good game against Watford. Um, so yeah, I think probably one of those two really. Harry, yeah. Well, he got two assists in Marcel. I did say Trincao my post-match reaction video. I did, but I think it has to be Neves in hindsight, really, because obviously Trincao went off early. Uh, just, just another thing I want to mention as well before we move on from this game was what did you think of Raul? He's quiet again, wasn't he? That that header in it, the obviously yeah, that's what I, mean. yeah. I, I think a fully fit right Raul would have scored that, wouldn't he? Like yeah. let's be honest, it's, it's really weird because everybody around us and obviously so. most Watford fans said exactly the same. Said, I thought you know, he didn't come off. Like I'm surprised he stayed on the pitch. Obviously, off, you know, you could have put like the way Huang was right in the middle of the goal. Raul's outside the box. That's where Raul should be, really, isn't it? There for the tapping, yeah. and obviously Quang come on as like a winger, really. So I'm surprised he yeah. lasted the the whole game, and he took off Trinkau and Traore. But Traore did alright, but he was a bit quiet second half, wasn't he? So I suppose that's why you come on. Yeah, but it'd be interesting and to see what happens with Quang if he did, comes on. Quick question for you, Sam: Did you celebrate in the uh, <laughs> when, when we scored? No, I didn't actually. Oh. Bayless 
they gave the Chinese burn to my leg, and uh, it was very, very, very well handled because I was like, I just want to get out of here alive. And I was, I was like, turned around to me, and everyone's just like a millionaire. So I was like, we'll probably oh. be okay anyway. But no, I didn't get up and cheer or anything like that it because the, like- the open bar was open after the game. So I had to make sure <laughs> I was in there for that, you know. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like Nuno at Bristol City then, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just said he was going to do that, didn't he? He said yeah, he didn't yeah. run out like that. He got the head picture. The thing is, obviously a bit, a little bit pissed anyway. You know, we were like, who scored Who scored our first goal? And they're like, it's the biggest own goal I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, longer on the wall, Theo said Huang pressured the defender. So, should we, should we have I, I missed Huang that. Fair play. Goals? Yeah. yeah, I didn't even notice that. So, fair play. But the weird thing to be talking about is in Europe's top five leagues, Wolves are actually top of the charts when it comes to shots per game and shots on target and dribbles per game at the moment. So second place is Bayern Munich and Real Madrid in third, PSG in fourth. So, wow. you know, it shows that Bruno Ball is uh, is working. It is so much I, better to watch. And actually, I think the promising thing about that is not so... Obviously, it's great that we're having shots and it's great that we're doing all this stuff, but we're also not letting in a lot. It's yeah. it's po- it's pointless doing that and like you know being like you know sort of leads were last year on some occasions and like it being four four but the fact that we've only let in three goals in four games and we've had three very tough games to start with that's promising really if we could just turn some of those shots into goals then we will create enough goals to win football matches it's not like we're going to lose five four I don't think because the defense mm-hmm. looks solid man like yeah. players like Cody and Kilman to be fair to have done really well this season and Sasha, really. Yeah. And Sage, yeah. I mean, you can't really knock any of them that much, really. So um, that's that's the that po- that's the positive thing. If we create, keep creating that many chances and keep on averaging less than one goal a game conceded, we're going to do well this season. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, talk to me about Mr. Miami because I know absolutely <laughs> nothing about the guy. I saw Twitter was going absolutely mad at this American soccer fan. So just. Talk to us a little bit about yeah, this. We've got to talk about it because it's been the talk of the town on social media. Everyone's going, people are going mad about it. People are bothered. So basically, I think he got famous on TikTok and he would be sat in the ground at Molyneux eating a KFC, like a, you know, a bit of a comedic effect. So Wolves hired him to like do little videos on YouTube, like in, saying what it's like in Watford. I'm sure he'll do one for uh, Southampton away when we go there. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just started going mad because obviously he gets a free away ticket. And everyone's going absolutely mental, saying, why is he getting a ticket? I've been building up loyalty points for years. I can't get one. He's obviously getting attacked on Twitter. And I can see both ends. But for me, I'm just like, come on. You know, it's one ticket. The club have employed him. He has been a Wolves fan for years because he was at that party in the park when we got promoted. So that's his proof. He used to be a Man United fan, but we will ignore that. (laughs) And yeah, I think people just need to let it go. He's getting absolute pelters. If he's helping the club, then let him be. You know what I mean? Wasn't he deleting tweets or something? Or yeah, someone apparently. was saying, that, yeah, of him, his links to Manchester United. But Basically, yeah, the, super fans, the super fans are annoyed, aren't they? The, you know, they don't they don't like the fact that an American person who's a recent Wolves fan is getting an away ticket for free, probably. Which I don't know. What do you think of that, Jack? Because you're probably the most loyal one out of us in terms of away games. I'll be honest. It's it's not a new thing. Like it's the only reason it's probably started to kick off is because it's been so on social media and in the face. But the club always keep a few back that they just give to sporadic people, even for away games. Like mm-hmm. one game, you can end up sat next to Michael Kitely because they've given him a ticket, and it just mm-hmm. you know it happens. It's no different really. When they say the allocation is is three thousand, in reality, it's probably three two thousand eight hundred because there's two hundred which go to family staff, staff or family or friends of the club or just special guests and these sorts of things. And that's going to be the same in any sort of business or any venue, any concert, any whatever it is. There's always going to be that element of ones that the, they 
the promoter or whoever just does what they want with. So you're not going to stop it. It's, and there's no point really getting too angry about it. I think it would be if he if he got one for every game, people might be a bit annoyed, which is probably fair enough. But, I think he does, but, mate. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I don't know then. But I can, I can, I can <laughs> take it back. Why. I hate him. Yeah, because <laughs> he's always sat in the Billy Wright upper for the home games too. So they're obviously giving him a ticket, you know, in like the. Uh, okay, I can I can popular. see I can see why, but at the same time, it's it's not it's not a new thing. It's always been happening, and you know, it's it's no different to if one day that. You, you know, David Beckham rings at the club and says, "Oh, can you get me a ticket for Watford away?" They'll get him one, won't they? So, no, sorry, we're giving it to Mr. Beckham? Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although they're technically both Mr. Miami at the moment, aren't they? Because obviously Beckham owns um, oh, Inter Miami. Right. There you go. What a link. Um, yeah. Did um, Mr. Miami go out in Camden afterwards, Jeff? <laughs> he could have done for all we know. We were having a lovely beer outside. It was somewhere not that far from the ground, was it? Yeah, it's quite and nice. you know it was just a nice spot. It was nice and warm. The sun was shining, and then all of a sudden, me, Jack, and Bayliss are on the tube, which I imagine was a tube, playing the alphabet game with County Cricket Clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and what else? What are the what are oh, the, I don't know. Before you carry on with this story, I'm sorry. What was Bailey saying about Samedo on the day when he was missing them chances? Because oh, he any and we need to know. He, I don't know why why any here, by the way, is it like beer any? But can oh, you tell us please? Work or something, but, um, I think the audience will want to know what he, he was saying. I, I, he was saying the same things that Bayliss always says about Samedo. It's just like <laughs> it, it's not an upgrade on Doherty. Um, you Doherty know, Doherty buries that. It's yeah. a one on one, you can't finish. Thirty-six million pounds for that waste space. I mean, he has he had a decent game, but I'm kind of with Bayliss on the fact he should have converted at least one. Oh, he should, yeah. Let's be honest. So I, I I take his point on that, but um, even if Samedo had had a great score too, Bayliss would still be saying he was terrible. He didn't game, track so. back for a chance. Yeah, so yeah. you know it's pointless. Yeah. But he, I agree, Samedo should have converted at least one of those chances. Let's be honest, and yeah. Doherty probably would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it, I mean, we weren't that far away from Brentford, possibly. I don't know. But it is Brentford at home next. So um, another promoted team, Harry. And we're in a pretty strange position where we, we seem to be taking points and three of them off promoted teams so far. Obviously, we've only played one of them. But um, I'd say Watford maybe had a stronger squad than Brentford, certainly on paper, and won three of the last four games against Brentford. Um not too bad. Don't I think we've only lost them once in the 21st century, but they are a little bit more of an unknown quantity. Ivan Tony is a little bit more of a different prospect compared to Josh King. How do you see this one? Yeah, well, it's Brentford, obviously, they've got pretty much the same squad they had when they, they got promoted with. We all know Tony's a player. I, I saw the highlights. They lost to Brighton. They're quite an attacking team, aren't mm. they? So this could yeah. be... This could be a really good game, but I do think we're too good for them. I think we sh- we've got to win this, haven't we? I know it's famous last words, but I said before Watford, we've got to beat Watford and Brentford, and I think we will. And they do pose a threat. I, I like, I, you know, I like what they're doing. Brentford, to be fair, I like the way they're being run. I think they've done it the right way. It's good for them to get promoted, and good luck to them. But I did say when we did our predictions for the relegation uh, before the season started, I said I think the other two promoted teams will go down, but I think Brentford will survive, and I stick by that. So, yeah, entertaining game, probably be end-to-end and probably goals, but I think we'll beat them. I think we'll beat them. It's looking like a pretty um, similar setup for Brentford and, and Wolves if it's going to be five at the back because it looks like they're playing with those wing-backs, Jack. Do you think that's going to help or hinder them or do you think they might tweak it? 
I, I think it could be a really entertaining game, like probably Harry just mentioned, really. I think it's one of these where it could end up actually being a thriller with the way both teams play. Obviously, I've only watched Brentford once this season, which was the first game against Arsenal, where they you know they were really good, to be fair, or were are Arsenal just terrible? We don't quite know <laughs> yet. But either way, I don't think they're the sort of team who are going to come here and try and sit back and roll over. They're going to have a go for it, and which could play into our hands because you'd think we'd probably, if they do that and it opens up, we have got more quality, but it's going to be a... It could potentially be a difficult afternoon, but I think on paper, this should be a very entertaining game. It could be free-flowing, it could be high-scoring, it could be all, you know, attacking against attack, but we will see. I'm quite excited about this one, though. I think it'll be I think it'll be a decent game and a, hopefully a good one for the neutral. That's probably why they've uh, picked it to be on TV. It's weird you say that because I think they've had nine shots on target so far this season in four right. games. So, I mean, you know, you can read into stats however you like, can't you? But maybe the... I think I think the attacking football thing is is absolutely right, and I think that will play into Wolves' hands. Won't you? Do you agree with Jack on that point, Harry? Yeah, definitely. If they if they give us space to get into, I mean, we showed against Watford we can exploit yeah. it. It's just if we've got our shooting boots on in it. Although we did beat Watford two 0 we did miss a lot of chances again, didn't we? So if it clicks, it could be a pasting, couldn't it? But do do we care that it's an early kickoff? Because sometimes that does it can be like a bit of a stinker, can't it? But I oh, know, was it less than the early kickoff and we beat them 4 3? Was that 4 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it so, was. Yeah. You know, so it can happen. There can be goals galore, but historically, it's hard to get going for the early kickoff. But hopefully, this time we do just smash loads of goals in. <laughs> Did you make any changes, Jack? Um, No, I don't think you can really, can you? Thinking about no. it, I mean, if, I know the players who came on, you think, you know, did, did well. Well, one of them scored. But like, say, Torreira in the first half was brilliant. And no, I, I think it, it's not broke, is it, at the moment? You know, broke, so don't try and fix it. I think it's good, nice now that we've definitely got options to bring on if it's not working. And we definitely have got that. But I think everybody who probably started from the other day deserves their place. And the only one you might think is, is Bolly going to come back in eventually when he's fully fit? But at the moment, you know, got clean sheet away from home, only three goals conceded all season. Like, people like Kilman and Sace probably deserve a crack of it, don't they? So, no. Harry, you the same? The only one. I don't think this will happen. I'm just throwing it out there for argument's sake. Maybe Raul, just because he's been quiet and maybe because Huang scored, Bruno might think, you know, fair enough, he come on, scored, just put in there. Or he might give Fabio a go because I think I'm quite surprised Fabio didn't feature. So, yeah, maybe that one. But I think it'll be the same. It's weird, isn't it? Because fifth game of the season, you need to sort of start giving players a few more minutes, don't you, really? And Fabio, Jack, hasn't really had them yet. So... I mean, it no, could be an option, and if he's not quite firing, did he come on really late the other day. I can't remember. Did he come? No, on we late? only made only Cadence and Huang come on. Um, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but I, I, I don't think he. He's not going to change our role yet. Um, and everyone knows he um, doesn't look back to his best. But the way you solve that is with minutes, isn't it? Really, I think you've got to give him more of a chance. And if you're looking at a, a, a game where he could potentially break his duck and start off again. Brentford at home has got to be a good shot at that, isn't it really? So I think you've got to just give him a little little bit more time. Um, but and, and also then, okay, you're saying you're going to swap him for like Fabio Silva, but it, it, does he really offer more? He, he did do some good stuff, Raul. He got some good positions. That flick for the uh, Samedo chance, I think the first yeah. one, Oh, brilliant. Really, really I forgot good. to mention that, yeah. So really it's, you know, yeah, it's, it just give a little bit of time, I think. And uh, it just needs, yeah. I think hungry like the wolf there says that he just needs a goal to get his confidence. And yeah, I agree with that. And it's yeah. a good chance to do that on Saturday. 
Hoping to see some more Bruno ball. Big shout out though, obviously the weekend just gone to the Nuno ball that was happening um, at Palace. 38% possession, one shot on target. Did have player sent off, but things you love, love to see. <laughs> Turning on them already. Excellent. Oh man, I was watching that, Sam, before the game. I was awful. I, I was watching it. I was getting like, flashbacks. We love Nuno. Look, we all love Nuno, but last year was bad. And just watching it, I was like, how has he done this? Like, you're playing Palace. <laughs> they didn't have a shot first half. And then when the sending off happened, I was just like, if he carries on like that, I know they won the first three, but if he carries on like that, I think it would be, I'll be surprised if he's still manager by the end of the season. If he keeps do you doing reckon? things like that. Yeah. He can't do, he can't go to Palace away and do tactics like that, can he? He's Tottenham. He's got to try and, uh, he got away with it, didn't he, against us and some of his other games. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I, I'm talking to Bruno. I mean, it, we're, we're eating our words a bit. I mean, I'm actually shocked how well we're playing. I don't know oh, about yeah, you two. Definitely, I definitely. can't believe how he's got the team that's near enough the same as what Nuno had playing the way we have. I know. I, fair play uh, to him because he, he's been so I know, good. So. I know it's really early days, but I remember like when, and I, particularly not when we were talking on the podcast, but when we were talking in our WhatsApp group or, or when we saw each other, whatever, and we were saying like, look at this guy's CV. <laughs> I, 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 that's me as well. I was like, so he's yeah, managed I mean, like Benfica and he's been an yeah. assistant manager at Swansea and like he's going to walk into this job and it's it's just a disaster. It's a cheap move. It's rubbish, blah, 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 blah. And I know it's only four games in, but I'm hoping he proves me it's really, but really wrong. we're going to win the league. That's <laughs> what, no, it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm as shocked as anybody. Happy shocked. Like it's brilliant. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know, man, maybe he's just a genius and maybe... Maybe Foster know more about this stuff than I do. Who knows? Maybe we've what? always just had the players. Maybe we've always had the players to do it, but because the way we played under Nuno, this, we just couldn't this, see this it. This is the thing. Yeah, like we when we've spoken to people in the past, like on the podcast and just normal like fans, other fans at throughout the league, or whatever. So many people have said, like we're under Nuno, you've got great such great attacking players. Why are you so defensive? Yeah. Why yeah. are you so defensive? And maybe that's just what's like you know annoyed Foster and just said, right, we need to just make the most of this attacking talent we've got. And it looks like it's starting to happen, doesn't it? So, mm. you know, attack is the best form of defence, so they say, isn't it? It's um, funny, though, because I, I mean, the reason I bring up Tottenham is because um, I think, was it the, is it Wolves admin on TikTok, Harry, that oh, got called yeah. a savage by um, various outlets because some Tottenham fan did Kane is better than Jimenez and <laughs> Wolves Wolves admins put at least Jimenez wants to play for us. <laughs> like, mic drop, see you later. Oh, dear. Um, I mean, let's do some latest betting odds and ticket news if we can scrabble some together. I mean, I mean, Harry, do you reckon you can find some odds? And if I'll uh, do it quickly, well, I can find some ticket news. Yeah, I can piece them together. So, um, there's I think there was a handful of tickets left for Brentford on Saturday, mainly just in the Billy Wright. I think the way it's going is, um, they kind of release a few that probably hospitality ones that aren't sold in the couple of days before, and uh, then there's always a few tickets flying around if you don't mind paying the. 45 or 50 quid for whatever the category is for this game, really. So you might be able to get a ticket yeah. for that. Um, the one thing to mention, the next away game going on sale is Southampton away. Those are currently on sale to the away season ticket holders and they're on the points as of tomorrow morning, I think it is. I think I'll get mine tomorrow. Uh, good allocation for that, actually. 3,300-ish. So uh, there'll be a good following there. But it is a 4 p.m. kickoff and on the telly, which might put a few people off. Um, so this is something that's been flying around, particularly on Twitter and the forums lately is, um, obviously a lot of people have been complaining over the last, since we've got good really year, 18 months about not being able to get tickets. And a lot of people are using this, uh, the Spurs game on Wednesday night as an example of, well, look, there's loads of tickets left for that. And now people don't want them, which is, you know, a fair point in it really. Mm, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have sort of been saying that, look, it's never been the fact that you can't get tickets. It's that you can't get tickets for Man United. And you can't get tickets for Liverpool, but you can get tickets. Um, so 
it's quite a few left for that. And I think £15 is quite reasonable for that. Yeah. Really. I think that's a decent price. So I'm quite surprised at that down. because we know that being a Carabao Cup game, you will not get a stream for that if you're not going. Yeah. There'll be no streams anyway, unless it's on telly. Well, I don't know if it is, is it? Uh, I don't I think it is. I don't think I it is. So, no. Unless it's one of the uh, one or two top streams, no chance. Remember, no one could get Forest, could they, when we play no. So. Yeah, well, maybe I'm thinking now. Maybe it will be on the telly, but or maybe on somewhere. Might but be. it's, a, I suppose, it's a decent, it's an all Premier League tie in it. But mm. I think it'd be a good game, and I think 15 pounds very reasonable. So I'm, I'm gonna go. Why yeah, not? So. Um, yeah. And that's it, really. And then the next time going after that, I think is uh, Newcastle at home, which um, is on sale to the the members at the moment. But I think it's pretty much all the tickets gone for that. Um, just checking now. There's a few left in the Billy Wright, but yeah. So everything's selling quickly, really, apart from that. Uh, League Cup game, so get tickets for that because it might be the only chance you get. Yeah, but before I go on to the betting news, Sam, this comment from Quatic Radio. Just, I don't know if you had this in the show notes, but Morgan Gibbs White. His question is: Was Morgan Gibbs White that's gone low because Juan come in? I think yes, but anyway, how good is he doing at Sheffield United? Morgan Gibbs White. Oh my God, two goals already. Did we say the same when he was at Swansea? Though, it's like we found his fans level. Like, he's one of these players who you know, if you had him in the Championship, he should. You can tell he's going to tear it up, and it's good. It is good for him to go out on loan. I just think we should have kept him, considering we have no squad depth. But well, fair, but fair play yeah, to him. His position, really. I know he probably could play centre midfield, but I can't see it. His strengths, like in like Pedence and Wang and Neto's position, isn't it? Just yeah, a bit overcrowded, and he probably yeah. thought to himself, "I ain't getting a game, especially now Wang's coming and Neto's going to come back from injury." Yeah, it's probably the right move for him. But fair play to him, man. The only thing I think about, it, I, I just think he, he could have gone to a. a a promoted Premier League team. I think he he, he could easily do yeah, a it's, job at, it's at Watford. Like competition, but... though, isn't it? Like, oh, do, you, do we want yeah. him tearing it up for a team in and around us? We don't want that, do we? No, I suppose so. I suppose um, yeah. Minutes are probably more important. Do you want betting? I got. A few yeah, minutes. yeah. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean... so, I'm just going to say this is Bet Three Six Five because we did have a comment last week saying where's Bailey's getting these bets from. Anyway, yeah. So Bet Three Six Five this week. So us to win is seventeen to twenty. That's big favourites, and you know your odds, Jeff. We're, we're, we are we are just just on so just odds on yeah yeah uh, so 15 to 4 for Brentford 23 to 10 for the draw my score which I love 4-1 Wolves is only 40 to 1 which I can tell you is quite low usually it's like 50 and above and the classic the one that got me and Jack money against Brighton last year Brentford to be winning at half time Wolves to be winning at full time 28 to 1 that's so, quite low actually isn't it? we've had bigger yeah. ones than that as well we've had so that, that's 50 to 1 tell, yeah. you can tell that's because we're, we're obviously favourites for this which you know I think is, is fair enough but mm. looking forward to it I think it's going to be a good game yeah I think nil, nil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nil, nil boring early kickoff. perfect okay well I think that's that's pretty much everything oh Jordan very good point yes because um, I think he's sort of almost weeding his way back into the action, isn't he, Harry? I mean, Bruno has said he's going to keep an eye on him. He's obviously one of those central midfielders. I think Jack made the comment just before we started recording that they probably had one eye on him as well as a reason for maybe not bringing in a central midfielder. But it's good to see players returning at the best of times, especially one that has a little bit of quality. Yeah, I hope he's good, but... When he come in with Neto, it was that double deal. Obviously, we didn't know anything about him. We've seen what Neto done, but he got that freak injury, wasn't it? I think we spoke before mm. we came on. I think it was against Reading in the League Cup. And he actually yeah. scored that game from memory. It was a bit of a fluke, but yeah, he's been out on loan, hasn't he? I think we've said. So hopefully he's good because all of a sudden, he'll be like obviously fourth choice centre midfielder. But if he's got a bit about him, it gives us a bit of cover until we do dip back into the market for Sanchez probably in January. So let's hope he can stay fit. And let's hope he's good if he does get called upon. 
Young player, isn't he, Jack? Hasn't got, I don't think, any Premier League minutes. I think it was at Fam for Malakau, um that he went on loan to last season. I only played a handful of games there. Did, but... did, did he not come on like very, very late for about 30 seconds just to get his Premier League debut? Oh, oh so maybe. That time, Jack, he, that time he was on the bench when he didn't get on. He yes. Was like, like, so that, 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 picture, there's a, that, but, that um, everyone knew that meme. He was stood on the bench <laughs> with his arms like waiting to come on. And I don't think he did come on. Because he was stood there like, am I coming on here? Yeah. And then he didn't. I don't yeah, think. but I, th- I think he did like the week after. I think they then let him oh, on for like two minutes. I think so, yeah. Um, I think he I might have a Premier you. League game. But and then, and, yeah, final Premier, Premier League game of the season, he came on against oh, Chelsea. yeah. And then he brought the yeah. keeper on as well, that one. No. Yeah, when well, they were just giving anyone a... I think just you were on the pitch that day as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it just sold um, me up. But to, to be honest, I've not seen enough of him to really to know if he's any good. And obviously, the injury mm. and stuff hasn't helped. But you think if he came in the same boat as Neto, which he did, hopefully, he can he can kick on. But anyway, to be honest, anybody who's a bit of a cover in midfield, I welcome with open arms at the moment. So, well, yeah. Perfect. Well, um, we will leave it there for this week. We'll say thank you to Harry Mansell. Yes, see everyone. And of course, if you are watching on YouTube, um, look out for Harry's video with the um, South Korean couple that is going to be up in the next couple of days. I think Sounds if he can get if he can <laughs> if he can get his <laughs> subtitles uh, translated in time. And it's a goodbye from Jack. To everybody. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sport Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.